Megan Fun of Sports is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it. You must be 21 or older. Hello, everybody, and welcome on into another episode of Megan Fun of Sports. We took a, a week off. We've been a little sporadic this summer, but you know what? There's not a whole lot of sports coming, um, not a whole lot of sports going on, rather, I should say. Uh, but don't worry, this is when the Megans thrive. We have a lot to talk about today. We're going to get into all the news we missed. MLB trade deadline. Megan has um, some qualms to pick with Jim Ursay and the Colts. We'll talk about NBA news. And we're going to do a little Barbie recap for you. So without further ado, please welcome on my co-host, Megan Gailey. Megan, what's going on? Hi, Barbie. Hi, Barbie. You are looking so Barbie right now. I do look very Barbie. Um, pink, I, full glam. Yes, I literally just got off the air. It was a big day in the oh. world of WWE on Wednesdays. Um, there's like a morning talk show. It used to be more morning. It was 10 a.m. Eastern, but now be, to accommodate the West Coast, it is 1 p.m. Eastern time. Um, still morning show format. Our host, Kayla Braxton, today was her last day as the host of WWE's The Bump. So a very bittersweet day saying goodbye to Kayla and um, all the and thanking her for all she's done for the and show. now you're the new host. The good news is I am the new host of WWE's The Bump. So it was it was cool. an exciting day for me. Very exciting. Well, congrats, Barbie. Thanks. I do have a full on Barbie look. Um, I had yeah. my makeup gal do my hair and um, a little pigtail moment I here. I thought it was something different out of my comfort zone, but we're doing some different things today. It's really cute. I guess we've only been, all, we haven't seen each other for two weeks. It feels much longer though. It does. Um, and, and also we haven't been texting as much lately. I, um, I'm living in a hotel for the next month. You were traveling, doing shows. So we kind of have busy. been all over the place. This is a nice yeah. reunion. We're uh, transient women. Um, yeah. I almost said loose, but I don't think that's what we are. We're transient. We're all well, it depends over. on you know the era of our life. You know, yeah, those I, days are over. But I, I did get say. a taste of your travel woes as I was trying to come back from Montreal. So we were texting a little bit about that. I cannot believe we haven't even spoken about Barbie. Um, I guess on the count of three, let's just say if we loved it or hated it. Okay, so I'll count okay. us down. Three, two, one, loved it. Oh, yay. I'm so happy we're on the same page. I even got my nails done Barbie style. Mine are sort of light pink. Okay, Barbie. I like that. I like that. Um, I, I went out uh, the, so I saw it Friday, the day it like opened. And then I went out in West Hollywood uh, with a friend. And so there were people and West Hollywood is, is sort of like the boys town that where all the young hot gays are. And so people were decked out. Everyone I saw in pink, I go, hi, Barbie. And, uh, one guy said back to me, hi, Ken. And I was like, he got my, but it's just like so fun. I went in to get a smoothie somewhere and I had a pink purse and the girl was like, hi, Barbie. I've been starting all of my sets by saying hi, Barbie. It's really I know people say this, but it is a vibe and the vibe is like positive, supportive, fun. I agree with that. Um, now, I went to the 940 matinee screening of Barbie last 9 week. 9.30 a.m.? 
Yeah, I, you know, I'm in this very weird era right now. Um, I've shared with some of our listeners a lot of changes at work. Obviously, today's announcement with the bump, but I've completely changed jobs, completely changed roles, and um, it requires You're me to living. move to Connecticut. Yeah. Um, yeah. The house in Connecticut is not ready. So anyways, I am, I'm in between homes right now. I am uh, kind of a nomad. I'm, I'm living in a, in a hotel um, for the better part of the next month. And I've been spending so much time alone um, when I'm not at work. So really going to the 9.40 a.m. matinee screening was the, the, the thing day. I needed. Yes, yeah, I, that was, to do. I, I needed to get up and interact with something other than work or the nice House. folks in the hotel lobby. Mm-hmm. So um, it was great to see it. Um, it was when I was back in Florida. So a lot of older folks in the studio. Now, I've seen online a lot of people getting angry at the Barbie movie. And I just would like to say it's a movie. Can we all relax for just a movie about a doll? It is a movie about a doll. Um, It is all satirical. And if you can't get behind Margot Robbie in the outfits, I don't know what to tell you. I love my favorite part of the whole movie is the feet, like how the feet are um, arched perfectly for high heels at all times. Uh, Brought back a lot of memories. I don't know if you were a Barbie girl. I had Barbie. It wasn't like my favorite toy, but I definitely had them. And I kind of forgot all the different types of Barbies that one could purchase. Yeah. um, I thought it was so funny too. I thought Margot Robbie was hilarious. I thought Kate McKinnon was so funny. Will Ferrell, it felt like a real return to form for him. And CJ and I went opening night and the theater was packed. Everybody was in pink. Um, I I was in pink. CJ was in pink. There were little girls in pink. There were dads in pink. It was just really like so fun. I think CJ and I were laughing more than anyone else in the theater. I think there were like some jokes that children did not get. Oh, definitely. Um, I mean, it is PG-13. I didn't see anything inappropriate in there that like a kid couldn't... um, See, uh, my one of my bosses took his daughters that are younger and was hesitant about it. And the only thing his daughter asked after the film was, "Dad, what's a gynecologist?" So oh, I think and that's a good question. Okay. Yeah, that's it's okay. A, that's a, a a certain type of doctor that deals with um, vaginas. vaginas, and so yeah. that is you know she gonna need to know sooner sooner than later. So why? Um, Okay. So switching gears from our love of Barbie, our real life Barbies, our soccer Barbies, the Women's World Cup has kicked off since the last time we recorded. They are the number one ranked team, but they are now one, zero, and two. Are you hitting the panic button yet? So I watched the Netherlands match on a plane and that was fun because you could see like everybody cheering and and I saw uh, it was mostly like older men I saw watching it and I'm like okay great we have reached across the aisle. I I I saw I think it was yesterday Alex Morgan's daughter got to Australia or New Zealand or wherever mm-hmm. they're staying and she was like my heart is so full. I'm hoping Alex Morgan's daughter, who may be three or four, is going to bring the spark of like maybe these comforts from home, maybe some spouses, maybe some things like the jet lag is wearing off. But they squeaked out of this first round and and we're supposed to be the best team in the world. So it's a little 
were underperforming. But yes. I'm hoping they'll they'll turn it around. Dennis Rodman's daughter, such a star. Julie Ertz, like, I don't think they're playing terribly. I just think these teams are really playing up to them. They're not hitting the back of the net. And that's really the problem when they were playing Vietnam. I mean, um, it was my birthday that they played them. So Salgate was generous enough to give me a couple of free bets. I picked us four, nothing, five, nothing, six, nothing. And none of them hit, which was a shock. I was like, one of these has to absolutely hit. I am concerned because the offensive production has not been there for these women, but it does feel a little bit like the Golden State Warriors in a regular season game that maybe doesn't matter. And now that the pressure is on and that they have squeaked out of the first round, that their offense will start firing on all cylinders. That's what I hope. But so far, they've been lackluster. It has not been impressive whatsoever. No, that's exactly what I'm hoping for, too. Uh, The next match is Sunday versus Sweden. A lot of blondes. Megan, I know it's going to be difficult for you to root against um, all of your Aryan Lots of Barbies. Oh my God. Hi Barbie. Hi Barbie. Hi Barbie. So many Barbies. Okay. Let's get into our morons and menches of the week. I'd like to kick us off with my moron. If I may, my moron is unfortunately the Colts owner, Jim Ursay. Now this very strange quote came out last week. The Colts and Jonathan Taylor are in a contract deadlock and it has turned sour and publicly sour and Jim Ursay had this very strange quote where he said if I died and Jonathan Taylor were was out of the NFL nobody would miss us the NFL would continue on and it's a it's a what did he say I really should have had the quote up, but I didn't want to look it up because it was weird. It's a privilege to play the NFL. Now we know, yeah, this whole, it's a privilege. And maybe because I'm in the midst of a labor dispute and they kind of use this against us too. It's like, it's a privilege to work in Hollywood. And it's like, it's a job and you need to be paid for your job. My issue is less about this contract dispute because the reporting, the data, it's all out there. Running yep. backs are less valuable now. It's its unfortunate. I wish it yep. wasn't the case, but the market value has fallen. It has. But Jonathan Taylor is the best offensive weapon the Colts have right now. We have a rookie quarterback. Mm-hmm. We have kind of no wide receivers. He was the rushing leader less than two years ago. And you release this quote and you're antagonizing him. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand that because now Jonathan Taylor has said he wants to be traded or say said they're not going to trade him. Then the Colts said that he showed up with back pain, which are trying to use to not pay him anything. And Jonathan Taylor has said, I have no back pain. And so it feels like a situation that Jim Ursay is pouring gasoline on. And it's like, yeah, you're the owner, you're the boss. You should be one of the adults in the room and not make the situation worse than it needs to be. If you feel the need to say anything, say Jonathan Taylor is an asset to this team and this organization. And I hope we reach a deal done period. Yes. I think he needs to take a note out of uh, Bill Belichick's book and say less, say less. nothing. Right. Um, you know, I, 
that's business. We're here to talk about football and um, we hope we come to a deal. Something along those lines. It is if sad I die, to see what's happening. Not, what talk, why are you talking about you being dead? It's just bizarre. Um, it is like we're basically watching two cars driving at each other right now. And either one is going to have to swerve across the road. Another one is going to have to slam on the brakes or unfortunately there will be a collision. And the collision may be Jonathan Taylor setting out for the season and maybe not becoming a cult. Terrible. But unfortunately, Terrible. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. I... See running backs hold out like a couple years ago when Lev Bell held out. He's literally never been the same. Um, the running backs don't have leverage and it oh, is unfortunate because they are the workhorses of the league. They are important. Um, and- Jonathan Taylor is a leader. This is a very young team. So it's like, I get you not wanting to pay this absolute premium for his skills, but I don't think you need to be having this war of words in the media against a guy who's only ever been from my point of view as a fan really stand up and really integral to the minimal success this team has had over the last few seasons. I agree. Jim say, uh, let's just, just keep it down. Keep it down. Okay. Keep who down. is your, uh, who is your moron? Uh, my moron of the week is, uh, from the Detroit lions, Jameson Williams. Um, he was suspended for six games due to the NFL's gambling policy in which he violated. And um, he said that he was blindsided by this ruling and he didn't know about the league's policy, despite it being in the news for all of these, all of these months, I should say, because, you know, this is legal gambling has been in our life for for a little while now. We don't play in the NFL and we know the rule. Yes. Um, I don't know how many players are going to have to break this rule for them to get the point. You can't gamble. My DMs are open. My DMs are open. Have a friend, give the friend the cash, leave no paper trail, have your friend p- place your bets for you. If nobody if the if you're going to gamble, I know like they can still memo. catch don't you. Leave, don't yeah, don't leave a paper voice trail. Memo. It's all evidence. Voice memos little risky too. They can they can get to those. They can. I guess you- Oh, okay. Uh-oh. Well, now I'm worried about some of our voice memos. No, no. Listen, I haven't saved any of them. But I think the cloud, the cloud can get them. Yeah. The cloud, the cloud, the cloud really screws people over. Yeah. But listen, guys, you can't gamble. You just, you can't do it. Um, You can't gamble on other sports in the facility. Give your account to somebody else. Make sure it's not associated with your name. I'm not saying gamble on sports because if you get caught, you're still going to get in trouble. But um, if you absolutely need to, there are ways to do it where you won't get caught. Let's use our brains a little bit here. Um, so yes, very unfortunate to see the number 12 pick of the 2022 draft get suspended for six games. And this isn't the first problem the Lions have had with gambling issues. They've even had an employee get in trouble for gambling issues. No, so just, there's not a lot to do in Let's Detroit. use our brains. Let's, let's use our brains. There is a lot to do this weekend in Detroit because SummerSlam is going to be there. Logan okay. Paul and Ricochet have a match. There's four main events. I mean, you got to head out there. Guys. I didn't even know there was a person named Ricochet. No, I'm very excited. Oh, you um, will know because this, like the highlights coming out of this match are going to be all over the internet. Okay. He does uh, a lot Ed- of flips, okay. a lot of stunts. He's, I love flips. Yeah. Um, Eddie, give us your moron. 
Sure. My morning is uh, very simple. Uh, I was in New York for a stretch 10 days or so. New York baseball has taken the, the, the news headlines. Like I know we're kind of inching towards football season, but New York baseball being as bad as it is the Mets having the all time highest payroll, like $352 million. And you trade away Scherzer, you trade away Verlander back to his team, trade away Canna and Tommy Pham, a bunch of other players for, you know, Steve Cohen credit to him. They were going for it. Fans are happy. You're now your GM is now telling Max Scherzer for a trade that they're going to be uh, kind of in a rebuild until 2026. Not what Mets fans expected. And then, uh, you know, the crosstown rival, my favorite team uh, up in the Bronx, you have the, the manager, Aaron Boone, talking about a pitcher, Domingo Herman is supposed to come in. He said he can't pitch today because of an armpit uh, injury. And then you see him pitch later in that game, which clearly indicates like the GM and a group of these like analytics guys from Yale are kind of calling the shots. Speaking of Brian Cash from the GM, he's not doing anything to help the team. They're making minor trades. We need to be making major trades because you're still in like the reach uh, of a wild card spot. And this, again, is not how we expect the season to go while you see these other teams that are in the chase uh, adding a bunch of really good pieces. So baseball right now, I know, you know, all these big news with the Giants making the playoffs and Aaron Rodgers, the jet, it does not matter at all. Baseball no. is stealing the show right now, but all for the wrong reason. So New York baseball, you are getting uh, my, my more, my big uh, morning of the week here. Especially I know Eddie's a, a Yankee supporter here, but really like I got to pour one out for these poor Mets fans. I mean, oh their payroll is absolutely insane and they have nothing to show for it. Absolutely nothing and now they're saying they're in a rebuild until 2026 it's That's a long rebuild i'd be like just lie say 2024 2026. It's, it's it's very bad what what is happening over there and i mean listen things are not much brighter for the team that i root for who's no, also blowing not- it up but it's it's pretty it's pretty um grim for i was gonna i mean the Dodgers aren't playing great either between the three of us not a lot of positive fandom listen there's a there's a trade white Sox. i mean the dodgers cleaned up got some got some assets from the white Sox. so they added because they needed Um, at least they're they're still in it we're just selling we're partners. The city shut down, but they said, well, bye. Okay. Um, switching to some positive things. My mensch this week, I saw this video last night on my Instagram. I do believe it came out two weeks ago, but we were on vacation. It's um, a, a, ki- a boy named Little Austin, super cute, and he is ready for football season. His mom plays him the different theme music for the NFL programs, and he was able to nail every single one of them. Eddie, can you play some of this for us? Serious. <laughs> Okay, what's this one? Oh, Sunday Night Football. Yeah. And a Bill Fox. Let's see. Oh, uh, uh, Monday Night. Monday Night Football, yeah. Yeah, Monday Night Football. <laughs> All right. All right, this next one. And NFL Network. Yeah. What's that? Private video. Which one? Private video. Private video. Yeah. Okay. Oh. <laughs> uh, All right. 
right, Megan, I think this video is absolutely adorable, but I, I kind of think it's staged. There's no way this kid knows. His parents were feeding him lines. They rehearsed this, they so practiced set. it, and Megan, then they that put didn't it on even... the internet. It was very cute, but there's no possible way a kid knows what network they're watching. Okay, here's the thing. I still believe in Santa. I don't think Santa comes to my house, but I believe in the spirit of Santa, like around the holidays where there are magical things that happen. And I think there's like, so this is, I'm going to chalk this up to me just needing to believe in something sweet and positive right now. You may say it's not real. I need this. I need little Austin. And so I will be going full steam ahead, whether you think it's true or not. He's very cute. Um, and obviously he had to come up with the answers. So this was definitely rehearsed. They definitely worked this out. It's just a general rule of thumb. I don't love when parents use their kids as like content to go viral. And so, I mean, he's very cute. I like it. I like cute, cute concept, but um, come on. He doesn't know what network he's watching. Oh, I think little Austin knows. I mean, when he said prime video, I was like, I don't even he, know that one. He no, there's no way. Our, no, there's no way. Little, okay, well, I guess I'm, cute. Very he's cute. He's so cute. I love how he puts his fingers in his mouth. I just and I did him. like Prime Video because he, he did struggle to say it a little. And um, so I funny. That. Very cute. Okay, All right. Um, my uh, mensch of the week, also football related and, and sort of relates to our friend little Austin, Carrie Underwood. It was announced yesterday that she's going to be back for Sunday Night Football and what was exciting about this was the picture that came along with it. Megan, did you see this beautiful picture of Carrie Underwood? No. Okay, I need you to stop what you're I'll doing right now and just Google um, Carrie Underwood returning to Sunday Night Football and just look at the picture because I don't think she could have worn a better outfit to promote this. Carrie Underwood is a leg girl. I resonate with that. I too am a leg girl. The legs are popping. She's got one out. The other one covered, she's muscular, she's looking hot, and I'm very excited to hear her new rendition on Waiting All Day for Sunday Night, of Waiting All Day for Sunday Night. I love that song. Um, um, okay. Do you see the outfit? Uh, yeah, but I don't see, it's only like waist up. I see. Oh, well, you got to go see the full Instagram because you need, a, you need to see the oh, leg movement. Oh, oh, here, here. Oh, she looks so good. I, I'm going to put this in our chat right now. Well, remember, um, she fell down the stairs. She fell down the stairs and like her face apparently got like. Um, how do I more but, chat? Okay, how do I? Okay, okay, I see. Oh, my God. <laughs> she is muscular. There okay, she is. Body looks great. I despise this outfit. I despise you do? it. Yeah, I think it's terrible. Oh, I think it's great. I love it. What would I mean? She looks great. She looks like um, rock star Barbie. But it's like, why is like one leg out, one arm out? It's kind of, um, I don't know. I, I, I didn't, I didn't even know that it was up for uh, discussion whether she was going to do it or not. But look, you, you know. can, you can hate on my my mensch, and I will hate on your mensch, and we're just going to leave it at that for the day. And so you, my mensch is Carrie in her outfit, and you don't like the outfit, and your mensch is a lying parent who is using their kid for clicks. So there we go, Eddie. Go ahead. I like to relate to you maybe. with your mensch. Um, 
Okay, Eddie, give us your match. Well, I'm going to stay in the football lane too, and hopefully no one hates mine because it's all positive here, but it's now August. We're getting those emails saying your fantasy football league can be restarted. You're getting emails and texts from people saying, what day can you do a draft? Um, It just feels great to be back in August, inching towards football season, inching towards hard knocks. We get some football content there. We're inching towards the the Hall of Fame game in Canada. You know, Joe Thomas is the big guy that's going to get inducted this year. So there's a lot of things to look forward to. It just feels good that we're kind of out of the dog days of summer or the bad sports lull, especially for, if you know, you root for our baseball teams here, not a lot of fun. Uh, The football, I know people say stay away from training camp storylines, but we're really close to stuff mattering. It's all positive. We kind of avoided major uh, star, you know, injuries too. Joe Burrow looks like he's going to be okay. So everyone's been pretty healthy, knock on wood so far. So good, all good in the off season, but I'm very excited. The football is back plain and simple. I am excited as well. Megan is uh, not playing fantasy football. Anymore. I know. Well, so. okay. I I did resign from one of my leagues. I do think I'll end up in a in a league at some point. But I just CJ and I were both in this league, and he was like, "I can't do it this year because he loses interest around like week six because he keeps losing." And I was like, "Well, part of the fun is getting to beat my husband. So if he's not in it, then I'm just like beating our friends." I think I will wind up in one, Megan. But I I did resign to say I would like to try and be a more present parent. <laughs> See, I have a new office now, so I'm trying to be a late addition to the new office fantasy league. So I'm adding another league onto my plate. I just think if you work in an office during football season and you're not in the I fantasy don't. league, what are you doing? Like, so I, I don't need work to be in added an office. to that league. Well, I, well, now I do. I now work in an office. My new I life, don't work in an new office. office. You know what? You know? I don't work anywhere because I'm on double strike. Um, let's take a break and then we will be right back. Tickets to the game, merch, meals at iconic restaurants, stays at Caesars Palace. All of this can be yours when you bet with Caesars Sportsbook. Win or lose, every bet earns rewards credits, which you can redeem across the empire. Now, if you haven't started yet, register using code OmahaFull. That's O-M-A-H-A-F-U-L-L. And then place your first bet up to $1,250. If you win, great. You keep those winnings. But if you lose, you'll get it right back as a bonus bet. Must be 21 plus. Offer valid and must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Maryland, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming only. New users and first $10 plus wager only. Must register with eligible promo code. Bet amount of qualifying wager returned only if wager is settled as a loss. Maximum bonus bet. Bonus bet expires 14 days after receipt. Tier credits and rewards credits will be added to the account within seven days after qualifying wager settles. See caesars.com slash promo for full terms. Void where prohibited. Know when to stop before you start. Gambling problem? In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. In Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. In Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. In Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed through Horseshoe, Bossier City, and Harris, New Orleans. In Massachusetts, call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. In Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. In Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Ohio, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and response 
referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-426-2537. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Okay, let's start with the NBA. Why not? Get it out of the way. Uh, you are married to a Celtics fan. I sure Jaylen am. Brown, who I find to be very handsome, but not a great postseason, signed a massive five-year, $303 million deal. I'm shocked. Stunned. Stunned. Um, I, he had a terrible playoffs. He dribbled the ball off of his foot multiple times during the playoffs. The Celtics are going to have to pay Tatum next year, and Tatum is going to get a max deal. Uh, The fact that they paid him this much, I don't understand what they're doing. I don't understand how he got this deal. I mean, I guess it's a tip your cap to his agent day, tip your cap to guys who dribble off their foot day because they are getting paid, and I'm happy for anybody who's getting paid. But there were a lot of questions surrounding Jalen Brown this offseason on whether he would be back with the Celtics at all. So then to see them give him a max deal, it's shocking. And I think all of the other franchises around the league look at the Celtics and they go, what are you doing? Because now everybody who's up for a deal is going to say, well, look at what Jalen Brown got. And I did X, Y, Z. And Jalen Brown only did this and he got paid that. So what it I, does hurt the league in the negotiations that are going on currently. Of course, of course. But like it's it's kind of the opposite of running backs. It's like, oh, they are they are pushing the market up, up, up. What I will say is that when he was asked about making this much money, he said he plans to create generational wealth. He wants to bring Black Wall Street to Boston. Um, He addressed that there's a major wealth disparity in the city, as there is in every single major city. And he said, I want to launch a project to bring Black Wall Street to Boston. So it's like he's being paid a ton of money. It also seems like he's going to do good things with the money to sort yes. of reinvest in the city, especially I'm Black not mad at Jalen. Like, I'm of not mad at not. anybody for getting paid. I'm happy for Jalen and I'm happy for his agent because yes. 
if you can get money, go get it, get your bag. Like we support that. I would never criticize anybody for being overpaid because that's no. not their fault. And However, we I all want to be overpaid. It's my yeah. dream. It's my dream for someone to be sitting on a podcast going, I don't know how they gave her this much money. I found it surprising. I really thought of Marcus Smart as sort of the heart and soul yep. of the Celtics and, and Tatum and Brown as kind, not the flash, obviously obviously good, good to sometimes great players, but Marcus smart, like a grinder, like a guy you want to have in your corner and to let him leave and pay this. I, I was surprised. Um, Marcus, I was okay with him leaving. I think while it is sad, it was the right move for the Celtics to move on from Marcus. Um, Jalen Brown, a guy I, Ultimately, while there was a lot of talk, this he might not even be back on the Celtics next year. Ultimately, I think bringing Jalen back was the right decision for the Celtics. You have these two young players in Tatum and Brown that are the cornerstone of your franchise. And, and you can pay. build off of that. But the number that I they know. paid him is insane. If if he hadn't gotten it here, he would have gotten it elsewhere. I don't um, know if he would have got that number elsewhere. I uh, and I also do think GMs around the league are just looking at Brad Stevens and the Brad Stevens and the Celtics right now and they're like really now we're all yeah, gonna yeah, have yeah. to pay this and yeah. then when they have to pay tatum next year they're a thousand percent gonna have to be in the luxury tax which is fine because in order to win a championship in this league you, you can't have to be in the luxury but tax. are these but, the championship pieces remains to be seen um dame lord has still not been moved and it, i guess his agent did a smart thing for his client by saying hey other teams outside of the Miami Heat do not trade for him he will not play for you and so now the nba sent a memo they really love memos they're really they're really big into memos yeah heavy league to say you can't you you can't basically do that um I, a memo doesn't really hold any weight. I think ultimately Dame probably still winds up on the heat at some point. Yeah. I mean, that's where he wants to go. And we've seen this time and time again in the NBA, it's a, a league run by the players, which obviously has its upsides for the players, has its downsides for the fans and for management. Um, so just watching history unfold, I think you're right. Lillard ends up in Miami. Well, there was a an- Tyler Hero. I think he's going to be out of Miami. I know you don't want to talk about Tyler Hero. We don't have to talk about Tyler Hero. I had just forgotten he existed. Um, there was an absolutely terrifying story last week about Ronnie James going into cardiac arrest at USC basketball practice. I think this, I come from a town where a star basketball player died on the basketball court. Mm-hmm. CJ had a best friend die on the basketball court. This unfortunately happens. Uh, It is so shocking when it happens to young people. I have a friend who screens for this. Play Heart Smart. Go look it up. Um, It is, you think about someone like Bronny James, who is a child of the most famous athlete in the world, has access to the best medical care, the best screenings, has probably had every test up and down and and still this happened to him. Luckily, he was at a, a school that had top-notch facilities, staff. They saved his life. He would be yes. dead if it was not for the USC medical staff. It is very fortunate that it happened where it happened because there were people around and he was able to get immediate care. It is terrifying because 
unfortunately, we do see this time and time again, whether it's on the basketball court or if it's off the basketball court. My my cousin's husband last year walking in a Home Depot parking lot, cardiac arrest out of nowhere. And thankfully, he's still alive because someone did administer CPR on him. But um, it is unfortunate that these things do go undetected. It could happen to literally anybody. Um, so if you take one thing away from this podcast today, go to the doctor, get, get checked screened out. screened above what is just sort of like the physical. Make yes. sure. And I, and I think also push for your school to have defibrillators, push for your local gyms, like the, the silver lining that will come out of this is that this happened to a very high profile family and very high profile kid. And hopefully it'll raise awareness because you cannot buy yourself out of this situation. No. And when something like this happens, you immediately forget whether Bronny is going to play basketball at all, because yeah. that doesn't that doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. He He's is alive. alive. He is recovering and just lots of T's and P's to the James family and to the USC basketball team. And they're such a lovely family. I I just like love, you know, Taco Tuesday and their dynamic. Okay. Uh, switching to Major League Baseball, we mentioned uh, some of the really big blocks, blockbuster trades. The Mets really cleaning. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's almost reminding me of like a housewife, like getting on the show and buying a ton of stuff and having like labels, 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 spend, spend, spend $25,000 sunglasses. And then their husband getting arrested and their house being foreclosed. Like, it's like they went on such Does a that happen often on Housewives? Um, you know, it started happening more and more recently. And a lot of, uh, you know, we have a housewife in jail right now. Really? Yeah. I just learned yesterday. There's actually a Bravo con. Oh, BravoCon. Oh, yeah, big. It's going to be in Vegas this year. Wow. And tickets are, are a little uh, hefty to go so to BravoCon. expensive. Yeah. Are you going to go? I mean, Vegas, I have you, not, you basically should have a second home there. I have not ever gone to BravoCon. I would not. I don't want to go as a civilian. I would like to go and get some amount of special treatment. Okay. Um, when, but like, I think that's you going a lot of places. Like Wimbledon, you were like, nope, don't want to wait in the queue. Want to yes. go uh, in the center court. BravoCon, nope, can't go normal. So I, I, Megan, can you do anything normal these days? Or is the answer, it's no. okay if the answer is no. No, I would, uh, then I'd rather be at my house. Like it's okay. like, I, I want five star or I'll stay in my house where I have gorgeous central air. Uh, yeah, I got a quote for my new house for central air. Oh boy. Yeah, the, the, heat, money. the heat is definitely keeping me inside. A um, lot of money for Central Air. And I think they jack it up in the summer. Oh, a thousand. We're like so needy for it right now. Um, okay, so the Mets have sold. Scherzer is gone. Verlander back to the Astros. I hope he didn't sell his house. Like, it's just like, oh my gosh. I know Houston is very excited about having Kate Upton back. Of Very course. good news. I mean, who wouldn't be excited? My White Sox, it was a fire sale. I am shocked that they did not deal Tim Anderson. I, heading into this trade deadline, I said, look, take everybody. Take everybody you want. Just leave Luis Robert and please leave Dylan Cease. Everybody else, go ahead. Take. Please take. Please take. Um, the Dodgers did get Lance Lynn and Joe Kelly. You know what, Megan? You can have Joe Kelly. I, I, I know. Get him I out of my life. Please, we've I think had him before. Like He's Dodgers oh. fans are happy to have him. Kiki uh, Hernandez also returning, but it's but with Joe Kelly, it's like it's an we, emotional roller coaster, right? He's no so, comes on. The memes were so good, but yeah. like 
Is he is he consistent? He's going to load the bases up and then strike three guys out. That's what he's going to do. It's the Joe Kelly experience. And you love to hate it is is what I will say about Joe Kelly. Also, uh, my White Sox did some deals uh, with the other team in Los Angeles area. uh, Anaheim. We love Anaheim. Shout out Paul's Cocktail Club. And and I'm happy. I'm happy for Shohei Otani and Mike Trout because once the Angels said we're not trading him, it did seem like they were like, let's get some pieces, let's get some help, and let's try and get them to a playoff game. Uh, Lucas Giolito is now headed to uh, Southern California. They The White Sox also did something surprising. They got rid of Jake Berger yesterday, who's been kind of one of the young, bright spots of this team. But I guess his value is is higher now than it has been before. So. I guess, look, they, they're irrelevant. They're in a terrible division. So even if they kind of have this rebuild, they can maybe, if this is me talking out my my and being very optimistic, maybe they can uh, be in the conversation. And we know with these baseball playoffs, all you got to do is get into the tournament, right? right? And just anybody's. get in. Because we saw what happened last year with the Dodgers. Just just get in there. Um, I do want to tell you, my parents took my niece and nephew to a White Sox game on Saturday night and my nephew got a game ball. <gasps> you are also reminding me I was supposed to follow up with the White Sox after having surgery yeah. to let them know about my first pitch. And I have not done that yet. You so I'm going to do up. that as soon as you we need get to follow up because we're part of that too. I also, I, this is so unrelated, but if I don't tell you now, I'm going to forget. I went out to dinner last night and they had a daiquiri, a a classic daiquiri on the menu. They called it the Hemingway daiquiri. And you know what, Megan? I got it for you. Oh, for our listeners who don't know this, a daiquiri. I'm not talking about one of those frozen drinks with an umbrella that's strawberry flavored. It is delicious, (laughs) but that is not a classic daiquiri. A classic daiquiri is a very simple cocktail. It is rum. It is simple syrup. It is lime juice. It is very easy to make. However, whenever you order it at some place that doesn't know, they go, you go, can I have a a blender? They go, we don't have frozen drinks. I go, it's not a frozen drink. It's a very simple cocktail. Um, But that's when I know whether I'm going to order a good cocktail or if I'm just going to say, you know what, give me a beer. If they don't know how to make a daiquiri, I don't want their cocktail. I'm getting a beer. And they had it on the menu and I said, I got to do it for Megan. Thank you. Thank you for doing that. Absolutely. Um, Let's take a quick break and then we'll be back with some NFL news. Okay, we are back. Now, Megan, I was recommended to watch this Netflix quarterback show so Mm -hmm. many times. Mm -hmm. And so then I was on the road, but I was traveling a lot. Like I was not, usually when I go on the road, it's like I'm in the same hotel for four days. I was Mm -hmm. in a different, I went from different states to different countries and then back. So it was a whirlwind truly, but I had a few hours in Montreal and it was raining. So I was able to get a bagel. I did not get a bagel. Oh, I got a delicious. Let me me tell you this breakfast sandwich. I I have had the Montreal bagels before. Very good. I had this breakfast sandwich that was like a homemade French croissant with prosciutto, sunny side up egg, cheese, avocado, tomato. Delicious. Did you go to any dispensaries while you're in Montreal? They're everywhere in Montreal. No, because I had a. I mean, I, I was, I, I had. You were taken care of. You came prepared. That's all you had to say. <laughs> I came, you came prepared. prepared. I know that's you like. You were prepared. 
It's yeah, whatever. It's fine. I just I'm just shocked how many there are. It's basically like CVS in Montreal. They're on every corner. I have listen, you live in LA, so it's 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 similar. And and I have been to a dispensary in Montreal before. I've been to Montreal. This is my fourth time. I like it. It's I love it. I think it's beautiful. But there's a comedy festival there called Just for Laughs. It's the biggest comedy festival in the world. And like I I do get to go a lot. And that's where you had your your break. That's where I had my that's where I had my big break. That's where I had my big, it actually was a very, um, it's a very, very special place for me. Uh, so special that I took two hours to watch the quarterback show in my hotel room. But so the show features uh, behind the scenes with Patrick Mahomes, Kirk mm-hmm. Cousins, and Marcus Mariota, who at the filming of the show had had kind of just been named the Falcons starter. Now I've not gotten to the point where he's benched yet, but you get to meet the wives. I got to tell you, like, I like Brittany Mahomes almost less. Oh (laughs) yeah. I immediately, as the show started, I was like, oh, maybe I'll start to like her more. She started talking about their relationship and how they met, but then they went to a party together and Brittany Mahomes was so extra so over the top about getting pictures with Patrick and Patrick is not a picture guy and, and not also be in like any pictures on pictures. her cell phone. And it's like, you know, there's yes. a professional photographer. Why don't you just like, let there be candid photos of you. And she was so obnoxious. And Pat, we need Patrick. We need another picture. We need another picture. And he's like, really? Do we have to? She's like, I'm pregnant. You have to, I'm pregnant. You have to, I'm pregnant. You have to. I just felt bad. I, I am married to a man who also hates taking pictures. I did ask him recently when we were out for dinner for my birthday, if we could take a picture together at the restaurant. And he said, do we have to do it in public? And I, and he will put on a brave face to do it if I really ask nicely, but I understand how much anxiety it gives him. And I just say, you know what? So we have memories together. We don't, we, it's, it's all right. We'll, we'll do, we don't. The picture luckily, thing, I understand. Luckily, I'm married to a Filipino, so they love photos. And CJ is like amazing at taking photos. People will come up to me and be like, hey, can you take our photo? You know, like strangers. And I'll be like, you should have him do it. <laughs> it's like, it probably even seems racist that I'm like, you should have my Asian husband do it. But I'm luckily married to a style guy, a picture guy. I, you know, I hit that. Jack my husband's but, behind the camera and yes. that is where he likes to yes. be. And, and, I, behind I, the camera. and I respect that and understand that. Brittany, and then whenever I say, Andrew, you don't like taking pictures of me, he goes, it's not that. It's just that uh, when it's over, it, it's fine. I just don't like um, how awkward it is when a stranger is is taking the picture. I'm like, yeah, so you don't. I don't like it doesn't bother me at all. It doesn't yeah. bother me at all. Something CJ loves is sometimes I'll go up to like, you'll see a family and like the mom's having to take it. Or, and I'll be like, do you want me to take one of all of you? I, that's like my go-to. I, you know, you, you travel alone. I, I do this. No, I, I yeah. also go to people CJ and ask them and they're always loves, so CJ loves when people are go, no, we're good. <laughs> that is his, when he sees me get turned down from trying to do what I think is a good deed, he's like, you idiot. All right. Um, well, we just had a little aside on photo taking, but NFL quarterbacks on, well, it's just called quarterbacks on yeah. Netflix. I'm only about three quarters of one episode in. I watched it during my kidney recovery and it was on a bad day. So I started to watch it and then I just, I could not focus on anything. Um, Kirk Cousins and Marcus Mariota didn't particularly interest me and then we met Kirk Cousins wife and she's just so normal yeah and I'm excited to see how that evolves throughout the show yeah I would say there 
to me, it's like at one point there, because I'm a little bit further than you. I don't think it's as exciting as people like pitched it to me as because I think these guys are also very aware that the cameras are there. So it's not like these are hidden cameras. It's like they're doing it's very it's very kind of housewives without Mm -hmm. throwing up napkins. But the wife at one point they're talking they're talking about like a game that was very close in the fourth quarter. And she's like, so then I just like started praying and I'm like, that's to me, that's not normal. <laughs> like if it's close in the fourth quarter, I'm like, first. but like, you know, she's praying. So we're different. I'm going to keep she is, the juxtaposition between her and Brittany is very interesting because she's someone who speaking about likes to be behind the cameras versus likes to be in front of the camera. Brittany needs to be front and center where Mrs. Cousins, on the other hand, that's not very important to her. I did not know that Brittany played college soccer though. Yes. yes, And that I go, okay. Look, I mean, you see her Instagram, you don't have a rocking body like that without being an athlete. And then she's also um, one of the investors with Patrick for a women's professional soccer team in Kansas City. So, hi, Barbie. Um, okay, so we talked she about Jonathan. Barbie. Oh, total. She's like, she's one of those Barbies that like the Kens were able to brainwash real fast. Um, Dalvin Cook says the chances of him signing with the Jets are pretty high. I mean, Dalvin, TikTok, we're in training camp. I don't want Dalvin with the Jets. He allegedly visited the Patriots too. And if he signs with the Jets, I'm going to be mad about it. I'm going to be really mad about it. Speaking of the Patriots and something I'm mad about, Bill Belichick came out today when he was asked if Mac Jones is going to be the head, uh, the starter for the Patriots team. He's just like, look, there's 90 guys out here. They're all competing for jobs. And that's what we're doing, which is a very Belichickian answer. But given the situation with Mac Jones and given the state of this team, the least they could do for Mac Jones, this is his do or die year, right? He either is the guy or the Patriots move on. Obviously, last year there was the controversy with Bailey Zappi. Um, I think if you're going to give Mac the chance, the number one thing you need to give him is confidence. So as the head coach, I think Belichick could have been a little bit kinder to Mac Jones in that moment. And the fact that he wasn't tells me that that's probably not good. Or it could be nothing. With I, Belichick, you don't know. It's either not good or it means nothing. Right. But his first right. year, he got rid of Cam, Cam Newton and named Jones the starter yeah. right off the bat. So I don't understand. Mixed messaging from Mr. Bill Belichick. So this um, Nathaniel Hackett drama. Oh, uh, Nat Hackett. Nat yeah. Hackett. What a guy. So Sean Payton, who is the now head coach of the Denver Broncos, came out and said that Hackett's tenure, one year, with the Broncos was the worst, like, coaching job the Mm -hmm. NFL has ever had. Mm -hmm. This now got Aaron Rodgers mad, and he was basically like, don't talk about my coach that way. And and Hackett is with Rodgers in the Jets, is going to be his offensive coordinator. And now Hackett is saying he broke a cut. Like, it's it's truly drama. Like it, like it's off all off field because of course it's drama because Aaron Rodgers is involved in it. If Aaron Rodgers doesn't get involved in this, I think it gets squashed. I do think it's like Sean Payton was being very shady and very petty and, and, and brought this drama on himself. I also think it's a little bit of virtue signaling to Russell Wilson to say, listen, that was bad. (laughs) And, but like, it's Hackett's fault. And so it's, it's kind of smart in that way because, and I know this from being on multiple bachelorette parties, you always need a common enemy. And Mm -hmm. so Russell Wilson and Sean Payton can now go, oh, 
we're not the problem. Hackett's the problem and he's gone. And so it's kind of what you wanted Belichick to do for Mac Jones. It's a little bit of a wink and a little bit of a, I have confidence in you that last year was not your fault. I have more questions about this bachelorette common enemy. Is the common enemy at the bachelorette party and doesn't know? Oh yeah. Really? Yeah. You got to have a common enemy. Really? Now I've had to miss the majority of bachelorette parties I've been invited to because of work. And the only ones I have attended are actually cousins bachelorette parties. And I know I'm not the enemy for cousins bachelorette parties. But the thing is, if you don't, if there wasn't an enemy, then you were the enemy. Um, at cousins bachelorette parties, I kind of am out of the loop because my cousins all went to the same school. So they have the same friends. There is a, (laughs) there is a, I mean, they all have their own drama that I, I stay out of, but, um, the other friends bachelorette parties are are typically on Fridays and I can't go because of, of work and travel. But, um, so the enemy is invited. The enemy's in the bridal party. Oh yeah. Oh Yeah. Wow, I did not know this. This is something that's way over my head. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. I hope I'm I mean, listen, I, I know that I I'm they always are like, oh Megan's too nice, too nice. Oh. No, I don't think anyone's ever said that about me. Uh-oh. Um did you oh, have any- the other day someone told me that if I was a wrestler, my wrestling move would be kill him with my finisher would be the kill him with kindness. Which that's I kind, fine. Of, I kind of agree. I like that. Um, any, any, I mean, do you think Sean Payton was right? Do you think this is just like, we're kind of clinging to this because there's not a ton of other stuff happening? Uh, I think uh, similar to Jim Ursay, these coaches should uh, say less. Yeah. Just these coaches and um, owners and general managers, they should just say less. And why would you want to publicly create this enemy? It's fine if he says to the team, look, team, you were in a, terrible situation last year with Nathaniel Hackett as your head coach. And I'm so excited to be here and bring the Denver Broncos to new heights, but to publicly bash another coach, that's not good. Right. That's Um, not good. I mean, you, I mean, in the comedy world, you can't publicly bash another comedian. Can you? People do it all the time. Oh, okay. All right. It's fun. I just sit back and go, ooh. Um, or they subtweet. They sub X. Subtweeting is very different than publicly oh, calling no, it. Passive. Passive. Yes. Yes. Um, Joe Burrow was carted off the field during so Bengals practice, and it was non-contact, so it was very scary. Yes, but it looks like it's just a, and I don't want to say just because, like, the calf, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a big muscle. It's obviously very important, but it appears that he's going to be okay. Great. And, and, and probably should be ready for week one, which it's like, listen, we're not Bengals fans, but we're fans of football. And I yeah. think Joe Burrow being on the field is good for everyone. Yeah. I don't dislike Joe Burrow yet. No, I think Joe Burrow's super fun. Yeah. I, I like him. I'm, I'm a fan of Joe Burrow's. Um, NFL denied Dan Campbell from having an actual lion on the sidelines at practice. This is the most Dan Campbell headline that you could ever see. It doesn't seem like he really thought they were going to let him do it, though. I I don't know. Dan Campbell. I don't know if Dan Campbell really thinks things through fully. I mean, we saw him last year on Hard Knocks. And do you see how much iced coffee he drinks before even arriving at the stadium so this was definitely a caffeinated induced idea of having a lion on the sidelines 
And it wouldn't even surprise me if he tried to be like the ringmaster of this lion, if he tried to tame the lion like to teach the team a lesson about teamwork or team building or training of some yeah. sort. But I think the NFL was like, listen, we can't have players getting eaten bitten or it's hurt a, it's by a, a lion nightmare. it's an animal it's, rights nightmare you're right you're right it is yeah. all those people i mean do, you don't want do, and do like you have a problem with lsu they just got over mike vick which they probably did it it's like uh, the nfl's like we've gone down the road with PETA before we don't want to do it again um former patriot sony michelle retired five seasons oh, yeah but, it's five very disappointing seasons one of them was good i mean he has several several rings. Um, I think three Super Bowls because he got one with the Rams as well. So three Super Bowls in five years. Um, but Michelle, a first round draft pick. And all yeah. I have to say to the Patriots is you drafted the wrong Georgia running back. They should have taken Chubb. So yeah. Michelle has a glass knee and he was a letdown. Um, but I will miss taking his under on rushing yards because that became a, a tradition of mine a along with betting the under on Nikhil Harry receptions. Um, and uh, Ezekiel Elliott visited the Patriots. Do you think that's a fit? Sure. They need help. Sure. <laughs> sure. Bring them. Listen, yeah. at this point, Megan, you would be one of the best receivers on the Patriots. So please, like, is, we need weapons. We need receivers. We need running backs. We need a lot of things. It's going to be a dreadful season. They will finish last in the division. I'm calling that right now. Last in the know. division for the Patriots. And again, we're both like uh, yesterday, the Colt 20, Tony Kornheiser called the Colts a sinkhole. Like we need some, I guess the Giants will be good. Eddie, we're going to, I'm a realist. Judah. I am a realist. It's it's not going to be good, but my fantasy team's going to kick. So there we go. Okay, well, That's good. Um, that's why been, you should play fantasy, Megan, because your real team is so bad that you need something to get you excited about football. And we both know that it's not going to be the extra points pool because you and I last year in that pool, bad. So okay, well, I'm going to turn it around. Pool. I'm going to turn it around this year. Turning right. it. Um, and you know, I'm riding that Anthony Richardson train all the way to the top. Oh I yeah, your it, friend, your friend. Yeah, in the DMs. Have um, you DM'd since? No. Yeah. It's been a delight to see you and catch up on sports with you. And, oh, I wanted to say I'm going on the road. You know, we're on double strike. So at the end of September, I'm going to Chicago, Columbus, Cincinnati, and Indianapolis. Please come out, buy tickets, support my family. Conrad eats a lot. Can you come to Connecticut? Because I'm going to have like a real house with four bedrooms. I flew to Connecticut last week and then I went to Massachusetts, but you weren't there. I was not there, but I'm here now. So please please come on over. You could stay at our, our home and um, I would, I would love to see you and go to one of your shows. I'm, I'm missing out on the new Megan Gailey material and I need yeah. it in my life. Yeah. You need the new stuff. Um, Eddie, thank you so much, Megan. I'm glad to see you. A couple things to, to plug uh, now pretty much every single day I am on Peacock, which is very wow. exciting. Uh, Smackdown lowdown on Fridays. Raw Talk on Mondays, WWE's The Bump on Wednesdays, and This Week in WWE as well, all part of my new little gig that's going on. And then this Sunday morning, in case you miss WWE's SummerSlam, you can tune into the recap edition of WWE's The Bump, and I will be hosting that show as well. Um, Thank you all so much for listening. We're so happy to be back, and we will see you next time. Bye.